0: Speak Up with Vernisa and Jen.
1: It's time to speak up.
0: Hello everyone, my name is Vernisa.
1: Hey y'all, this is Jen.
0: And this is our podcast, Speak Up. What's up, Jen?
1: Hey girl. How are you? I'm doing
0: well, how are you? I'm good. Gather with episode 15 of our newest segment. Speak up JV now.
1: Woo, I can't believe it. We made it here.
0: Yes. For those that don't know, me and Jen are best friends. We create this podcast to use our voices to motivate people to overcome life's challenges
1: through self-love and respect. That's right. Self-love and respect are two core values we'll hold near and dear to our hearts.
0: Yes, most definitely. Before we get started, a quick shout out to our amazing sponsors. Shout out to my bar located at 720 East Manchester in Inglewood, California. Get your nails, your lashes, your hair done. Extra for mine. Tell that Speak Up JV sent you. The Instagram is at NYY.BAR.
1: And shout out to Be Actual Natural. Why settle for less? All their products are created with you in mind for a goal to let your self-love show through your self-care. Their chemical-free hair and skincare products are handmade, plant-based, and free of fillers or preservatives. Treat yourself while you're taking care of yourself. Start your journey at www.theactualnatural.com or check them out on Instagram at The Yes, Rose,
0: definitely. So I'm excited for tonight's episode. We got a queen in the building. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Y'all give it up. Y'all give it up. For producers, super songwriter, newbie and (laughs) G. Woo! I appreciate y'all,
2: man. I appreciate y'all. It's be here, especially as long as I've been following y'all. You know, so it's an honor. I love
0: y'all intro too. That shit's (laughs) live. right? Thank, Miss Jin, over there. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we've been fo- yeah, so we we've been following you for a while too. Loved all your content and I'm happy we finally get to collab.
2: Yeah, for sure. Bless yes,
0: me. yes, bless, bless. So tell us a little bit about yourself
2: and your craft, everything. Okay, a little bit about me. Um, so I go by the new B and G. I originally went by AP the stoner back then when I was just like strictly writing and rapping and wanted when I wanted to be like a like a weed rapper, you know, like Liz Khalifa currency and shit like that. Um, But now I strictly just go by new BNG. Um, I'm originally from Carson, California. I've been living here in Hollywood. I want to say I think this month makes three years and I actually live inside my studio. I have my own studio and I live inside my studio, too. Um, As of now, for me, I'm just strictly trying to spearhead producing because I was rapping and singing for 10 years and you know i have some ups and downs with that but i feel like producing is just opening way more opportunities for me so i'm really just trying to spearhead the producing so that's what's going on with me that's awesome so
1: what got you into music in the first place so i feel like
2: just growing up with my mom um you know having my mom and my mom is still alive she was big on music like my mom she used to be signed back in the day my mom is a singer and she was signed to like an all uh i believe an all-white gospel group to sing over their vocals to give it soul (laughs) but my mom is really my biggest influence also my brother too um he passed away a few years ago but he was big on producing so that's another reason why i feel like i picked up on producing so easily um because it's just something in me and then really my mom is the reason why
0: mm, I, love, I love that but i love
2: it by the way yeah, and, yeah really what it,
0: what's your favorite thing about
2: it what's my favorite thing about music
0: mm-hmm. or like what you do like you know put, put, it, put everything together
2: my favorite thing about music period i would probably say of course how it makes me feel um mm-hmm. music really is escapism for me when i turn on music I'm putting my phone on airplane mode, Do Not Disturb, all that. <laughs> you know <what> I'm just <laughs> Really tuned into music. Um, I love music. I can't imagine my life or the world without music, without a soundtrack. So mm-hmm. probably the way that it makes me feel, what I truly like about producing is it's, it's barely any females in this lane. So I really feel like I got a shot at this. I really feel like I can dominate this lane. Um, and just walking in the studios, most people assume that I'm a singer, so to come in and actually know that I'm a producer, I feel like the reaction is just, it's way harder to me, you know, to find out that I'm a producer, so, yeah, I, I love this shit, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: and I see your passion all over your posts. like, yo, B2 sounded good, you be, you be too yeah. good, I love that,
2: it's very, it's very inspiring <laughs> and
0: motivating, by the way, very I love your drive. I I
2: appreciate that. Man, that's another thing too. Like, if it motivates someone else, I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do or what God is calling me to do. So, that's that. I forgot to say that
1: too. Well, that's awesome. I love that um, because you have so much passion into it, you know, anything that you may even encounter along the way, it makes it worthwhile. Um, And since you brought up the fact that, you know, there's not that many female producers in the industry, what has your experience been like in being a woman producer in the industry?
2: It's actually been pretty good. Actually better than being an artist. Because most of the time, like, this is more of a male-dominated industry anyway. So I feel like as an artist, when I was doing that for 10 years, it's honestly kind of hard. You're the only female in the studio looking the way that you look. You really there about business, but there's just a lot of men and it, it kind of makes the vibes, the studio very uncomfortable. But for some reason as a producer, it's been way like way more receptive. You know, it hasn't been any creep shit, anything weird. It's been pretty good so far. This is really the lane that's opening up opportunities for me, and it's also
1: giving me hope again, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's I
1: been good. This. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome to hear because I mean, yeah, I would assume so. Like, what, when they see that you are the producer, you have to know what you're doing, right? I think, like, versus. Uh, absolutely. Kind of, yeah. So, absolutely. Like, it's way much fun. That, yeah. mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love that. You get that respect right off the bat. Yeah.
0: Well, so far. You're so it I'm oh, it. <laughs> you know, even like with podcasting, that's a lot that's male dominant too. So it's like being a woman, you know, be a woman with the voice in that industry as well. Too it's like you have to hold your weight too. So I love I love that you uh give an example of what that's like for you. So I never thought I
2: never that podcasting you still was male
0: dominant, there's a, a lot of male domination in it, more well, just more uprising with be coming, but maybe holding down, especially in media. So mm-hmm. yes. wow, so shout out to no, the ladies look <laughs> gotta hold it down over here so what advice would you give to someone looking to produce music like this anyone who just started
2: out you said what advice would i give them
1: mm-hmm.
2: so what's helped me tremendously to progress fast mm-hmm. within a year's time because i've only been producing for a year it's it's two years now in march but really just a year um probably would be to get a tutor um a tutor can help you advance far quicker than a producer that's just starting out so something of a producer just starting out it would probably take them 10 steps versus if you have a tutor it'll take you three steps if that makes sense you know a produce um excuse me not a producer uh a tutor i feel like is vital because that's what's been helping me one of my homies actually heard my beats and he decided to step in. And through him stepping in and helping me, it's allowed other producers to come through and just offer me advice and help, period. Mm-hmm. So I feel like for one, get you a tutor. It doesn't have to be some celebrity tutor or any of that. It could be the person right next to you that if you respect they work, if they talented, you know, fuck with them. See if they don't mind taking you under their wing and providing information to help the process, you know, help you speed it up. Mm -hmm. So a tutor is vital, get you one if you can. (laughs) But I feel like also too, when you have a tutor, you gotta show that you want it yourself too. Cause you don't want the tutor to feel like they babysitting you. So you gotta, you gotta have a grind too in the passion for it as well for that tutor to step in and just kind of clarify what you've already been working on and studying. So Mm -hmm. for one, get a tutor. I would say, if you're a female producer, just do it. You don't need any type of permission for that. Just do it, because it's a wide open lane. No permission at all. Um, of course, there's politics being a female producer,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but I don't give a fuck about that. You know, it's just, <laughs> I'm going for that shit, <laughs> I love this. I'm going for that shit, I do not care. Um, because it's a wide open lane, I believe it's only like 2% of, like, female producers. Because you got a gang of female artists, you got a nice little pocket of female DJs, but there's barely any female producers. So to the female producer that wants to do this, just do it. You need no permission. Um, Probably third, I would say rely heavily on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, the university of youtube is absolutely real you know we rely heavily on youtube <laughs> rely on youtube because it's a whole lot of producers out there that do the grind work they put in the hours the weeks and the days to actually study these programs mm-hmm. and actually break it down into something like a two-hour video if you guys get what i'm saying like they do the grind work behind scenes to learn the program All you got to do is sit down at the computer, get on YouTube, learn it, apply it, become disciplined, because they already doing the hard work. Mm. It's available there for you on YouTube. So Mm. that would be my advice. Rely on the University of YouTube. It helps tremendously. It's helped me. I swear by it. Get you a tutor. It does not have to be some celebrity it could be the person right next to you that if you respect they work and you like what they doing they can help you and yeah that that would be my advice Females, do it just do it you don't need no permission
1: are uh, there people that you recommend on youtube or like how do they start searching you know like like what if i say tomorrow you know i wanted to start learning like how would i start searching either on youtube or like you know looking about for a tutor i know you said like the person right next to me but if i i literally did not know like what would you recommend
2: so somebody that helped me in learning fl studio because that's the particular program that i use Mm -hmm. it's different programs like logic ableton um if you didn't have somebody next to you you could literally just go on youtube and put how do i make a beat you know, it's really it's really that simple. But somebody I would recommend is probably somebody by the name of Busyworks Beats. Um, he has a ton of different, he has thousands of videos on producing. I actually took two of his master classes, which are free. Again, they do all this work for you. It's there. All you got to do is just sit down and study it yourself and apply it. So Busyworks Beats, I would definitely recommend, or it's just as simple as going on YouTube and how do I make a beat? But with that as well, it's like you can learn how to maneuver through the programs through, through actually studying YouTube, but to actually put a beat together, I feel like that's within you. You know, Mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying. That's the feel that you have to apply because anybody can learn the program. Can you Mm -hmm. actually make a beat that feels good, you know, or creates Mm -hmm. a mood?
0: i love that sounds like a nice healthy coping mechanism too like a way to just express yourself um oh, uh, some love in the comments uh, i'll let jim go ahead and go
1: in on that shout out to naughty dreams they said Ooh, hey a shout out to us what's up naughty Dreams, girl? She, she, in the, yeah, she in
0: the building thank you for the repost too by the way sweetie so um so you know we're gonna you do know, we're gonna ask this so tell us a little bit about the Regina verse cypher oh, by the way that beat was hot the cypher was hot how was your experience oh my goodness
2: girl that shit was so much fun <laughs> that was actually my first big opportunity in 10 years so if people think that they just gonna get into whatever they're gonna get into and they just gonna pop off automatically uh, I feel like you just setting yourself up for failure. I've been doing this for 10 years. So I started around like 21. I'm 31 right now. 30 is when I had my first big opportunity. So that was actually the Geniverse. I honestly did not expect to get that because I believe Chrissy B put up a post looking for female producers, preferably in hip hop. And it was a bunch of producers being tagged. And somebody tagged me. I'm trying to think who tagged me. I think that was Ty Bud Lewis. Shout out to Ty. Um, She actually tagged me. But it was a whole bunch of other female producers that have bigger followings. More people are connected to them. And then you got like little old me. I'm just like, I honestly didn't expect to get that opportunity to be real with y'all. But to get it, I was just so grateful, so thankful. Um... That shit was actually really fun. It was it, it was at the uh, Pro Club warehouse in Los Angeles. And we was taking shots as soon as we got there. We was filming like in the morning. I don't know if it was like 8 a.m. and shit. So that's the rock had me. Hot as fuck soon <laughs> as we started though. But. <laughs> but yeah, that was an incredible experience just to to really sit back and not be the artist, not be the rapper, but I'm the producer, and have these women who are so fucking talented. Shout out mm-hmm. to all of those women. L.A. All Ray, right. uh, Daisy. I hate to miss somebody, but shout out to all of them. Actually, I got them on my board. Uh, Ray, Ashbash, Gift and Gab. Mm-hmm. I know I'm missing two other females. I believe they're from the Bay. I hate that I'm missing their names, but... um. Just to really be the producer and that was wild for me because I'm just so used to rapping and singing. So mm-hmm. to actually be turning up in the back and it's really like it's about me, but it's really about them. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it was so much fun. I wish I could do that shit again. I ain't gonna lie. Well,
0: you will. You, <laughs> it. More, and more opportunities coming your way like that because you did a, it was yeah, amazing. It
2: From producing, yeah. It was mm-hmm. some opportunities being an artist, but being a producer has just blown that out the water completely. So. But that was from meeting Gina, Chrissy B. Being around women like that, you know, that was mm-hmm. women directors, DJs, artists. Uh, it just inspired me so much to see that there's women out here dominating. They believe in themselves. They Got going it. for it, mm-hmm. you know. So that really just helped me. And it also made me feel like, you know what? I belong here for the first time. I really felt like I belong here. It took a while, but... Yeah, that that shit was lit. Uh, A party on marathon. Yeah, Something's for you, it's yeah. for you.
0: So I love it. Sure.
2: Absolutely, marathon. All yes,
0: day. all day. Oh, that was great. So it's time to get into our episode. Best friend, what is our title for tonight?
1: Our title is "Turn It Off."
0: Oh, what are we turning off? <laughs> <laughs> for real?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I know we. uh haven't really introduced the episode just yet but i just i love how we've been talking about the great things happening right the good moments the happy things um so sometimes that self-doubt can start to creep in right we feel like maybe we're not good enough for something or it's like dang you know i can't believe this is happening to me so it's a matter of turning that off and then a matter of Um, talking about when good things can be triggering, right? We can think that happy moments are just that, but sometimes when we're so used to living in survival mode or thinking that we're not worthy of something, it can be triggering when it actually does work in our favor and we can kind of sit there and be like, "Whoa, what's going on here? So that's a little bit about what we're talking about with the episode today. Yes, most
0: definitely, right? And I think it goes with everything you just wrapped up about your opportunity coming your way and it's like enjoying that happy moment of what happened to you, so...
1: Um, yeah. tonight's
0: question is, have you ever self-sabotaged a happy moment in your life? And I'm going to go first and say, hell yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yes. yes, I'm wow. going to go say, I'm going to say, hell yeah. There's been, um, plenty of times where, like, I think too, like going off with what my best friend said about survival mode, I think too, when you, when like you've normalized certain chaos in your life, or, you know, you've seen certain things and then, you know, you don't, you haven't got to the brighter side yet. And then you start kind of creeping into it. Sometimes it's hard to believe. And, you know, I feel like that imposter syndrome kind of creeps in, like, am I supposed to be here? Is this real? Um, I mentioned this on, on another episode before, but I mentioning it again. There was a time when me and Jen had a live episode. People paid to come out and see us do speak of JB. And then the show was amazing. You know, we got good feedback. And I went home and cried that day, that night because I didn't feel worthy of that happy moment. Like, I can't. So I self-sabotage when I should have been celebrating. I There was that, that inner self-doubt of, like, is this real? Wow, this really could be something. You know, so, um, that was about, about almost two years ago, but like, you know, I'm in a space now where I'm learning to, um, clap, you know, pat myself on the back for the accomplishments and not self-sabotage when it is time to be happy. Mm-hmm.
2: Right.
1: Now go ahead, Bustin, yeah. you have answer for that one. I mean, I'm definitely going to answer and piggyback off of that and say, hell yeah. Like, I think, well, one specific moment I have is when I got my car, right? Like, that was my first car. I felt like, you know, my first big girl, big move, whatever, <laughs> but, I remember that same day i was just like freaking out about oh my gosh is it gonna fit in my budget how am i gonna do for the maintenance you know can i even drive properly like all this stuff started creeping up <laughs> it, because it was a moment that i should have enjoyed like dang jen you saved up to go get your car you have it now And then, you know, put the rest in God's hands and then you're going to keep working hard for it to keep, um, you know, keep it up. But I'll never forget that because even my mom was like, you should be happy right now, but you're stressing yourself out. And she's like, what are you going to do now? Return the car? And I was like, well, absolutely not. You know, so it's like a moment that I've kept. And it's a reminder for me of, you know what, even if you don't know what's going to happen after that happy moment, the fact that it even came in the first place should be the time for you to enjoy and you know ain't nothing worse than taking away from the present right so if i'm too busy worried about the future i'm not enjoying about the present i'm not enjoying the present moment in front of me so that's yeah (laughs) that's something that was definitely a learning curve for me
0: (laughs) oh what about you Newbie and g go ahead your turn
2: so the question was more so like have you ever sabotaged like a happy moment in your life that you know you're deserving Mm -hmm. of
0: Yeah, it could be both. Like you felt like you weren't or you were, yep. Have you ever self-sabotaged it?
2: I feel like I felt that way even with my studio Um, Mm. because I I was dealing with some homelessness before I even got my studio. And when I did get my studio, I was grateful. I, I did cry about it, but not in a negative way. I was just so thankful to no longer be living in my car But it was just a feeling like, I don't know, like, I don't know if this even like relates, but my father passed away. So it's like, I wanted to kind of share this with him and show him that what I was working towards while he was live, uh, excuse me, alive, this is what it is. This is actually manifesting for real. And I felt like I took away from the hard work it took to get this studio And just worrying about my father. I I don't know if that has anything to do with like sabotaging. Maybe it does, but I took away from this and it was just like, no, I deserve this. And I know my father is proud of me, you know, because I just used to tell him over and over. And now it's actually happening Um, when he's not here. But um, yeah, if I had to talk about sabotaging something, it would probably be me earning and finally getting my music studio. And just wanted my dad to experience that shit with me, you know. Mm-hmm. But I've learned, like, nah, my dad want me to have this. He he sees it, he knows. So it's it's no need to to cry or sabotage myself, you know. So yeah, that's that's probably one. But I've I've done self sabotaging before. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm over it now. Just getting older, like I'm learning to truly believe in myself and know that, nah, you deserve this user
0: yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate you being vulnerable about being I mean, open and, and vulnerable about about that on our platform. It means a lot. Um yeah, and you definitely You know
2: what it's actually really it's- hard to do to be mm-hmm. vulnerable. I ain't going to lie to you. Um mm-hmm. because a lot of the times I'm by myself. I move by myself, you know. I got a few select homies that I fuck with that I trust, but a lot of times I'm by myself. So to be vulnerable especially live on Speak Up JB, it's like, oh. <laughs> bring <that> out, huh? <laughs> this is so new for me, so I apologize, like, if I'm stuck with my break. words or anything, like, it's so new for me to be vulnerable, but I am human, I go through it too.
0: Mm-hmm, we all do. Mm-hmm. Love it. So, we're gonna, now to get to dig deeper to the episode, you know, let's talk about the importance of not being afraid of letting your light shine. Um, I think I think it's like what you said, like you know, you believe in that you're worthy, knowing, knowing who you are. I feel like the more that we pour into ourselves, we treat ourselves good, we're not, we're gonna feel more deserving of those good things that happen that happen to us. We're gonna feel. I think it's beautiful when you acknowledge your own power. You know, have, I don't know if you, have ever been in a space where you didn't know your power, and then when you did something powerful, you were shocked, like, wow, I really am capable of this. I actually have this, this strength embodied in me. And I think, like, you know, the more as we grow as women and we get to know ourselves and that pa- that power shines bright, you're not afraid of your own light anymore and you can shine it on to others. You know, because um, I feel like, too, that that's where good things start to trigger us at, when we're not sure of our power and what we're really deserving of. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, think- I mean... I've, I've even said this in um, a previous episode, but, like, why do we tend to accept the negative things that happen to us more than the good things, right? Like, why when something bad happens, it's we have a tendency to dwell on it more, to think about it more, give it more power, you know, but why can't we do that with the happy moments? Is it because of things that we've gone through, or the way that we feel about ourselves, maybe a combination of both, maybe, you know, stuff that we've been told in society, it can be a number of things. But me really asking even myself, that question has helped me um, appreciate more of the happy moments to appreciate the people that are around me and you know, just really start to love life in general, too, you know, because there's no doubt that bad things are going to happen to us. You know, even unfair things are going to happen to us that we may never know the answers to. So, right. like, you know what, instead of just dwelling on that, I'm going to experience and live the happy moments, too in that case, because they keep telling us, you know, life is about balance and balance. Well, the thing they don't tell you is that you have to purposely look for that balance. So mm. if you constantly dwell on the bad parts, then yeah, that's when you're going to live. But if you start to say, okay, this happened to me, but then what's also something good that's happening to me or something good that I can make happen or something good that I'm looking forward to happening. That's when you start to build up and really realize that there is a balance of both, And you start to see that there's so many beautiful moments in life that even if we still get that. Like a little bit of fear in us, um, when it does happen, we still allow ourselves to enjoy it. And next time another happy moment comes in, then we're able to um build off of that as well. And then just hopefully keep building a happy moment. Yes, I love that. A lot of reflection, and I love it. It definitely
2: sounds like saying we need to starve the negativity and feed the positive. Oh my god. This
1: mm-hmm. is great.
0: <laughs> I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> right? We got you here too. Yeah, oh, we got right. some more
1: love in the comments. Ooh. Shout out to Wolf the Kid. He said, thanks for sharing your story with us. Oh, a my wow.
0: Yes. So, um, yeah, that's true. And also, I don't know. Um, I want to say this too. When things start to get better, that's actually when that negative voice tries to creep in. And, you know, what I've been working on lately is actually silencing that. Because that's where that self-doubt comes in. Because the blessing will come and this will come in. And it's like, which way are you going to go? Towards the blessing or towards the voice? And I saw a video on Instagram that talked about how you have to actively speak that negative voice away. You know, because once you feed it any type of attention, that's when I think that the trigger's creep in And we start feeding into the self-doubt completely.
2: Yeah, it'll definitely consume you. I think that's the same with me actually living in Hollywood. I'm away from a lot of the bullshit and the distractions Mm -hmm. and shit that's negative for me. So being Mm -hmm. out here is such a blessing because it's really zero distractions. It's me against me. And being here in this studio, if I'm tearing myself down, it makes no sense. It makes Mm -hmm. no sense because I'm out here in Hollywood by myself. So it's Mm -hmm. like, here's the opportunity now to to feed myself and provide myself with that self-love that I so desperately needed. So, mm. yeah, I don't point with that, you know. Mm, I would hate it. to be talking down to myself in my studio, that's ridiculous. I go crazy in here.
0: Your sacred yeah. space,
2: yeah, it has to be. I don't let nobody through this door, girl.
0: <laughs> I love it, yes, like, like, <laughs> keep that out there. Look, <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. So, what is the personal advice you would give someone who's dealing with feelings of um unworthiness? okay that helped you
2: personal advice for dealing with unworthiness
0: mm-hmm.
2: hmm. a lot of that for me what i do honestly is i silence myself and i talk to god again that may sound very cliche but that's what i do to figure out my worth Mm. because I've even put myself in situations that are beneath me which Mm. made me not even trust myself oh and when I tell you it just it delayed my blessings it delayed so much in my life so now again being here in my studio by myself and I'm really the only one who lives out here zero distractions I talk to God and I talk to my dad often and I just I don't let no bullshit in my space at all. Like, mm-hmm. So my advice to them is you really got to silence yourself. Talk to yourself and talk to God. He, he's going to talk back in numerous ways. So mm-hmm. that would be my advice to them because that's what's helping me.
0: Mm. Wow. That, that's the that one of the to- best answers we've got on Speak Up. I'm going to say that to a question.
2: Girl, <laughs> I'm to so deep. And I felt like I've betrayed myself for years. Mm -hmm. Again, holding myself accountable and putting myself in some bad situations. So it's like being out here has allowed me to really just focus on me. Figure out what I want, what I need. And learn to trust myself, forgive myself and trust myself again. So
1: Mm.
2: for me, it's talking to God.
1: Mm. Well said. I love that. I mean, I feel like there's no better answer to that. You know, it really does take you being alone, essentially, you know, even from people. And then, yeah, absolutely lean into your faith as much as possible. And it doesn't mean it's not going to creep up ever again, right? It just means that, (laughs) that you just keep leaning, right? You keep going, you keep breathing, you keep living, and you keep, hoping for the best and keep striving keep working for the best i mean that's a reminder even to myself you know sometimes there are days where all of the negativity is so loud but i love what you said about sometimes you have to silence yourself you know like would you allow somebody to yell at you all day just negative things all day in your ear you know absolutely not or i would hope not right so if you wouldn't let somebody else yell at you don't let yourself yell at you either and i think i needed to hear that so <laughs> thank you so
2: that's much. man that's that's, just, that's a great point too because it's like if you're not on your side what are you going to do you got to mm. be on your side you really do got to be your own best friend you talked about the world being so loud that's the yeah, truth that's you you got to sit with yourself and be alone sometimes and you got to be on your own side you cannot tear yourself down because you're just it's a quote I can't fully remember it but it's like something like there's no enemy outside if there's an enemy within or something like that mm-hmm. yeah you 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 got to be alone sometimes you know and sometimes oh, people
1: because. can't yeah.
0: No, yeah and, and it's power in that solitude
2: yeah it I'm, is
0: I'm glad you brought that up because I yeah I love my alone time so to appreciate it <laughs> a lot more for real girl and um, I want to throw this in there too. This is something I used to battle with, still kind of battle with is, you know, um, anticipating when things are going to go wrong. Um, honestly, that's one of the biggest thieves of joy right there. You know, you've been in a joyful moment and you can't even enjoy it because you're so ready for when it is going to go wrong. And I've been learning to just be in the present moment and enjoy where I'm at right now. Like right now, we we're having this nice healing conversation with you. With I'm having this nice healing conversation with, with, with you, lovely ladies. This is mm-hmm. a healing impactful moment we are we are making an impact and as we speak i'm enjoying this moment at this moment right but it, but instead of thinking oh what if this happens what if that happens it takes away from it so yeah, i've been as i'm growing as a woman you know um i'm 29 years old not you know creeping towards my 30s i'm like i don't want to waste any more years focusing on the negative or like missing the beautiful joy that's been around me you know yeah. in my lower spaces i spent a lot of time dwelling mm-hmm. in, in, in things that happened already passed when i'm right mm-hmm. here so that's something I definitely want to add on to that mm, that's a bar too <laughs> there you go that hey, is, that's, that's a, bar.
2: a bar anticipating what's gonna go wrong god that will rob you so much that used to be how, how it would be for me when I was performing on stage like will I remember the lyrics am I gonna trip and fall you know it just yeah. robbed me of those fun moments you know or I felt like I need to drink or something to get through that and it's like mm. oh no I know that there's something wrong with that so mm-hmm. it ain't nothing wrong with a little shot here and there
0: but a, <laughs> a little
2: shot Just i like, constantly cope like no nah, something's wrong that's just not personally me you mm-hmm. know so mm-hmm. yeah
1: that was a bar i agree 100 percent. and honestly like if you still get triggered at the happy moments we should take them as reminders of what still needs to be healing Actually, you know, I think that's a a really good way to also even look at like any past trauma or, you know, any obstacles that we um, may come with or have overcome that look at it as more of a lesson on yourself, right? Like, what more do I still need to learn about myself that hasn't healed yet? What does my inner child still need? Like, that inner child never goes away, no matter how old you are. And when you start paying attention to those, you also strengthen the relationship with yourself. And there's nothing better than doing that because then you're able to strengthen the relationships around you. You're able to see more of the beauty in other people too. And, you know, just life in general. I'm not going to get off but... I just think those moments are lessons for us where we can really not only be the student, but also be the teacher, right? Because ultimately what's going to work for you and how you feel is up to you. You know, people can have a whole list of coping mechanisms for yourself, but you're going to have to find the one that actually works for you. And there's no other way to find out if you never actually do it. So um, I just want to throw that out there because, yeah, you know, getting triggered with the happy moments is definitely something that... Um, I, mean, I think a lot of us struggle with Then We feel like we're not forgiven, but we should ask why.
2: Are you guys oh. at that point? You really, I know we just briefly spoke about it, but do you guys feel like you're at that point where you're now embracing those happy moments and what you deserve, or is it still more work for you guys? Mm-hmm. You kind of already kind of summed it up, but. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um, I, I, I think you're okay. never- Sorry, I was just gonna say, I, I feel like Radisa
2: she said that she's learning how to embrace right now. But mm-hmm. um, what about you, Jess? Do you feel like you're, you've are you overcame that now? You feel like you're now embracing the now and the happy moments and things that you achieve and you earned?
1: I mean, definitely in a lot of ways. Um, there are moments where, you know, if I hit a milestone for something, I freak out, but it's very, it lasts a lot less than before. You know, now I'm more like, you so know what, Jenny? screw this like you deserve to be happy you know right. right where you're at you know whether um it was you know by luck or by hard work or both or whatever like it's just a moment where you know what if it came to me and this was my time to shine then I'm gonna take it because Woo. I know when that other storm comes along I'm gonna look back wishing I had relished in this moment you know so yeah. it's a battle for me but I would say I'm more on the I'm allowing myself to be happy moments
0: I'm proud yeah. of you. We're proud of you too, Queen. Thank <laughs> you. And going off of everything now that is just being said too, let's normalize good things happening to us. Um, that's actually yeah. been one of my themes too. Just normal, like like what if it is working out and it is just good? It is just it is a good day. Right? Can it, right. it be that like like we like 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 Jill was saying we believe the bad when when we hear the bad news we take that in, but you know, learning to take in the good and just accept it. Because I'm gonna be real, I actually been in a very abundance thriving chapter and i at the beginning it's been hard for me to kind of accept that it. it's like, okay what's with what, what, you know and, and it's being but i'm learning like no this is you worked hard for these moments and for enjoy sure. it and i am deserving of it and i think i think too you enjoy it better when you do feel you like you're deserving of it.
1: so yeah, it is for time
0: sure. for our tweet up segment so y'all know i like to be on twitter so something that i tweeted this week that goes this week this week that goes with today's episode is not giving into overthinking feels amazing so I had a day this week where I'd like shut overthinking up, and everyone that knows me knows I'm an overthinker. And honestly, when I silenced that, it really was easier to embrace that moment. Mm-hmm. So um, I just feel like you know, overthinking is one of our big enemies too. When we're in, we're dealing with the triggers or the happy moments, overthinking will run you. You could be somewhere happy and be in your head and not enjoy and not enjoy the, the joy around you. Yeah, which
2: is tragic. I was I overthinking mean, about this, but my mom was of like a light bulb that kills somebody (laughs) basically saying that overthinking will kill you you know (laughs) but this (laughs) but I'm just naturally like that but you pretty much took the words right out of my mouth when it comes to overthinking like it's just too much even overthinking about this like I said this has been a, a real pleasant conversation you know and I'm glad I got to finally speak to you guys like so there's 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 no overthinking involved like it's, it's not just blowing.
0: It. it's just blowing pretty
1: much,
0: yeah, pretty much yes so we got <laughs> some questions for you so, okay
1: um, um so who is your favorite artist that you have worked with so far probably all of the females from the cypher Woo!
0: yeah they was hot <laughs> it was good
2: It mm. <laughs> they was that
0: was Everyone a good line. Was. great lineup mm-hmm. and um who, who was an artist you would like to work with in the future? Manifest it.
2: Does it have to be like somebody strictly from L.A. or just period? anybody?
0: Anybody, <laughs> anybody. anything.
2: <laughs> Honestly, I want to work with Ice Cube.
0: Woo, like, are you okay?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, that was yeah, good. I that was like, I like, I like that. <laughs> So what's uh, okay. Hey, a, I hope. I out there listening. <laughs> I'm here for Dude,
2: it. I. am so I'm about to
0: be in the studio with you in that one. Oh. Uh, well, anybody, look, okay, she's she just <laughs> in. so it is time for our life up segment. So that's when we take the topic and we relate
1: it to today's
0: world. So, i'm my best thing got to the life for tonight.
1: So, um, you touched up on this a little bit earlier, best friend, but um, it's the popularity of the saying, too good to be true, right? I mean, I know I, it exists for a reason, but then also with what we've been talking about what if the other shoe never drops what if the good moment is supposed to happen to me what if things are finally working in my favor you know the too good to be true i feel like at least for me sometimes i've ran to that saying when something bad ends up happening but it just taught me to take the moment from okay maybe that specific moment wasn't for me right or maybe it was a lesson for me or it was supposed to mold me into the woman that i'm supposed to become five years later or something Um, But that too good to be true, I feel like it's become overused in the sense of, again, just expecting bad things to happen to us. Or it's like a way to explain the unlucky moments or, you know, the negative moments in our lives. And I feel like we need to stray away from that. And just, again, like you were saying, normalize the good things happening to us instead.
0: Mm. Yes. Any thoughts on that?
1: I'm
2: sorry. You guys are saying that the term too good to be true?
0: mm-hmm
2: and again like, how that works in our
0: lives like it's so normal to say that mm-hmm.
2: say it again i'm sorry y'all breaking up just oh, a little. sorry
0: it's so normal no. to say too good to be true
2: mm-hmm. one more time i'm so sorry oh, say so this,
0: you know. how it's
2: so normal to say it's too good to be true I don't even say that anymore, but I get what you guys are saying. Like, it's too good to be true. Like, it shouldn't happen. It's almost as if it shouldn't happen to you. Oh, you know, it's, it it's, it's it, I, again, I don't use that term anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm learning how to take away some terms from my vocabulary because it's just self-sabotaging. But um, I do get, get what y'all saying about that though. But yeah, that is a common term that's used, but I don't personally use it. That's good that's yeah. good
0: and you know so how, how, how do we fix this so you know we have to make the choice to pur- purposely dwell in happiness so just like we dwell when we're sad you know we cry why not just laugh and just have a good time I mean for those that know me and Jen's best uh, me and Jen's friendship we always like like we be having them laugh attacks. and I think it's it <laughs> well in those laughs like I love doing my ugly laugh like like a peacock, <laughs> Myself, like just vibing it's like why we gotta be upset just you know be overwhelmingly happy sometimes and i that's okay you know find the humor in things
1: of course yeah you know how they say like god has a sense of humor right when certain things happen to you also like just again laugh as often as you can you know Mm -hmm. sometimes too like we need to find the humor in how things work out you know like i would even take it as far as um I don't know like there was a job that i was supposed to get like some years back and then it ends up they froze the hiring process so you know i was freaking out like oh my god how am i gonna pay rent how, how am i gonna pay my car you know all of that stuff But then it ended up being that a different job actually ended up being for me. But the way that worked out was like I had to freak out over leaving that previous job to where I was like, you know what, I want to use my major in that case. And I ended up looking for a job that actually had strictly to do with my major. And that's how I ended up in social work at that time. And it was just cool because... If I hadn't gone through that moment, I probably would have ended up working another job that had nothing to do with what I studied or what I wanted to do at that moment. And I would have never gotten to experience that job afterwards. So I take that as like a a sense of humor moment of like, yeah, sometimes you have to feel like, oh, I have nowhere else to go. So let me try just doing the best that I can with what I have at that moment. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel right now because
2: I quit my job. I don't have any type of money coming in, so I could be worrying. I'm not, (laughs) you know? I'm just gonna grind it out. If I had to go back to work, I don't have a problem with that. But um, I feel that 100%, like some things that don't work out for you is actually a blessing in disguise, but we do dwell on it, you know? But I really feel the same. I don't have a job right now. No money is coming in. You know, luckily I'm pretty good with my money. I'm actually still living off of EDD. But but um yeah I feel that hundred percent like sometimes those things sometimes that's God protecting you and we just don't understand it, we don't know. We really want it to happen, but it's probably the best thing for you, at least in my life. Everything that God has turned down, God, it, it's just worked out for me either way. Mm-hmm. So it needed to happen. It's just me being a crybaby over it, you know. <laughs> so no, it, love- it needed to happen.
0: That's just you acting in the face I love that and um I think too you know we have to get in get, get into the root of why we're not accepting when good things happen to us you know so I think that's heavy as well I think once we do that it will be easier to accept so we have a question What's your- i
2: cut you off go, ahead. go ahead. do you think that that's comparison for some people or just not feeling worthy as we were talking about earlier not mm-hmm. accepting those happy things
0: Yeah, it could be a a root of different things, your upbringing. I think sometimes if you didn't see certain things growing up, you comparing yourself to others, um, you not, the inner confidence being low, you know, so something within that uh, causing insecurities, not being treated right. I think sometimes that knocks our self-esteem. So I think it's just a bundle of different things that play into, into those things that makes us feel unworthy of those moments. I agree, I agree. So that's a good one. So what's your favorite positive mantra to say to yourself?
2: Why did I start thinking about uh, Juvenile with Don't Stop, Giddi, Giddi? I think that's okay, cool. Hey,
0: look. <laughs> yes, um, goodness, do kid I kid even
2: have a positive? I mean, off top, I was thinking about Juvenile. You a paper chase? There we go. That's a positive. good one right there. That's
0: what you mean. <laughs> that's what that can I don't know
2: if I specifically have one. Um, I just mm-hmm. instantly thought about Juvenile. Um, and that's the
0: word. <laughs> yeah, that was the that's one. the one. one. Black, oh, black, black. It's, a, it's a quote I on made it a quote <laughs> everything mm-hmm. i'm here for that but y'all know what time it is it is time for our drink up water segments so if you're listening out there please grab some water and drink some water and jen has a water fact for
1: tonight so tonight's water fact is benefits of drinking water in the morning by boosting your metabolic rate you are increasing the rate at which calories are burnt according to webmd.com after drinking 17 ounces of water men and women saw an increase of approximately 30 percent to their metabolism and this is something that i've started doing in the mornings like before i start putting on my makeup for work um i have my jug of water right next to me and i just try to drink at least you know half of it whatever's left in there whatever and i've really started seeing a difference in how my body is throughout the day like i'll even randomly start sweating sometimes um Because I think I'm like literally burning more calories. Like my metabolism is actively working and, you know, like flushing my system out more often. Um, So I can definitely attest to this about the benefits of drinking water in the morning. So I definitely recommend that if you're looking to maybe um, increase the rate of calorie burning a little bit more because it's definitely helped me out. But obviously, you know, everybody is um, different. So go at whatever works for you. But that's definitely something that's going for me. Ooh,
0: well said! I'm always learning something on these water facts. You guys have a the water corners.
2: segment. Yes, that is yes. so dope. <laughs> I was, I, I've <laughs> never heard nobody do that. So you guys are clearly clearly doing something different. I've never heard that. Oh, you know, okay. most people are promoting alcohol. Y'all talking about drinking water?
0: <laughs> yes, about <laughs> the like hot too I summer. Love it. It. <laughs> Come on, say you gotta that. Gotta stay hydrated on a marathon. Look. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And we promote drinking water so that if you want to drink alcohol, you know, you're not going to be all messed up afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love
0: that. I love that. So, um, question. Who was your favorite producer growing up?
2: Probably so, since I just started producing, I was a singer songwriter. So, I was focused strictly on singer songwriters. So, I'm mm-hmm. honestly digging into it right now. But um, if I had to name one off top, probably Pharrell. Ooh. Yeah, probably cool. Pharrell, DJ Quick, Dre. Great, David Great. David, you know, those are probably yes. the ones. Icons. Yeah, for yeah, yes.
1: real. Okay, nice. Jay Dillard, too. 'Cause
0: my brother put me on to Jay Dylan. Oh, so, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, All right. And um, yeah, um, but we have yeah. a fun question. Go ahead, Brad.
1: Yeah. So what's the most unique sound you've used in a beat of yours? Like, um, you know how like uh Timbaland had the baby crying in Aaliyah's song, you know. So like what's a sound that has inspired you to create a beat or like that you've incorporated. Oh, wow
2: a sound that i've used that's been weird it could be anything i
0: like, just you mean it could be like a, a doorbell like or anything i don't know um
2: dang have i used anything different just yet i think one time i attempted to use what did i use damn y'all got me on this so i'm trying to think Because I I use all of the sounds within the program, and it's like a gang of different sounds. Like it could be somebody laughing, or like you said, the baby crying. Uh, I think maybe. What was it? What what did I use? (laughs) I'm really trying to think. that was a hard one because I, I use the sounds that's in the platform. I haven't like, I see a lot of producers like they'll go outside and they'll bang on different things and actually like record mm-hmm. it into the program and use it. I haven't done that yet, but I really want to, but yeah, I can't think of any like unique sound that I've used. I think the most was like somebody smoking in the inhaling I've tried to use on a beat, but that's a good one. Yeah. yeah but
0: i haven't done that yet that's
2: a great idea though i need to do Ooh. it i have to check that out
0: <laughs> yeah girl yeah. When it come out <laughs> love it love it <laughs> wait. so it is time for our quote up segment so y'all know my bestie is a quote so she has a quote for tonight that goes with tonight's episode
1: I'm sorry, I just had to say, see my face pop up real quick. That that scared me on the screen. <laughs> it's, like, it's so random. Um, but sorry. So tonight's quote up is, it is not how much we have, but how much we enjoy that makes happiness by Charles Spurgeon. And I really like this um, because it shows obviously uh, quality over quantity, right? That it's not about how many happy moments we have, but rather how much are we enjoying that happy moment. So let's say in these first six months of 2023 you've only had one happy moment that you can remember then how much are you going to enjoy that how are you going to allow that happiness to enter into your life and then ultimately like we're talking about earlier create that cycle of happiness and then just keep building upon that um but i bet you if you really tried you could find at least one more moment of happiness like i said before whether it's like a good meal or you had a good nap a good rest whatever you know you're excited that um you're alive you know yes. yeah like if we really look for them we can find them so you know i'm mm. making that as a challenge for anybody out there that's listening um but yeah it's about in, how much we're enjoying those happy moments not how many of them we actually have
2: you're giving me some bars right now i'm about to send this to a few <laughs> of my hobbies <laughs> it's like y'all need to hear this too jesus <laughs> absolutely yeah the happy moments are there we just have to search for them and and i don't even i don't even want to say search for them they are literally right there if i woke up and again i I keep saying it sounds so cliche but if i woke up i'm happy you know for the most part (laughs) the day (laughs) itself might take on some bullshit but you know i have the power to block that out i don't have to actually internalize that you know and again if i'm alive That's all that matters. I have another day to keep going, keep trying, keep figuring it out and I'm gonna get it. We gonna get it.
0: Yes, put it out there. So where do you see your career in five years manifested?
2: Where do I see my career? I really wanna become one of the go-to female, well, let me pause. No. I see myself being one of the first female producers. There's a gang of producers out there. But again, the female producer is not highlighted as much. It's less than Mm -hmm. 2%. Mm. I see myself being one of the go-to and premier female producers. I really want to be that so I can provide the soundtrack for women all over. Not just LA, California, but women all over. God willing um i just see my career in five years building with these different women getting the placements that i need and i really just want to provide a soundtrack i want to be one of those premier females i really want to be because we don't have that we don't have any female artists rappers like you know how they talk about the east coast female rappers like the cardi b's lotto's Nicki minaj we don't have that on the west coast a lot. So it's like I want to be one of those females that either can help groom or just be the soundtrack to one of those females so mm-hmm. we can take over on this side of the coast, you know, on the west. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: yeah, that was well ooh,
2: that was well said. Girl, thank and,
0: you and what makes your work stand out from others? So what makes your sound like that uniqueness that you that we're hitting on?
2: What makes my sound unique?
0: Yeah, like, what makes your work stand out from others So in the game?
2: I honestly think the fact that I'm a female, for one. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to naturally stand out. Um, But I think my sound... How do I describe that? Like, what makes my sound unique? I feel like my sound has... I'm not running away from the West Coast sound, if that makes sense, because a lot of artists on the West Coast, we adopt different sounds. We adopt drill. We adopt Mm. Detroit sound. Like I'm not running away from the G-funk sound. I'm not running away from that bounce, that West Coast shit. That is what I feel like makes my sound unique. I'm not running away from the sound. I embody this West Coast shit. I love it, and I think it's just going to take people listening to it because I feel like when you listen to it, it automatically stands out amongst many, you know, and that's not me being arrogant or nothing. I just believe that, you yes. know, so, yeah, that's what I would say is unique about my sound being a female period and I actually have pretty good product. I feel like.
0: Yes. I, I really great.
2: that
1: way.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love that. So it is time for our wrap-up segment. So how does this relate to self-love? Self-love is allowing yourself to enjoy the happy moments and not feed into the triggering moments that try to steal your joy. So it's very important. So how do you practice self-love?
2: How I practice self-love is kind of like I said earlier. I shut everything down. I put my phone on do not disturb, airplane mode. Airplane mode, excuse me. And I just, I silence everything. I do things that I enjoy, things that I want to do, even if that means taking myself out. And really self-love for me is, is my body and my fitness, taking care of my body. So I go to the gym a lot. I think that's no better way to practice self-love too. So I shut everything out and I just focus on me. Mm. So that's how I practice it. I, I have to. It's just like uh, Jim was saying earlier, like the world is so loud. Like, sometimes we wake up and check our phone before we check in with ourselves and God. So it's like, I shut all that down. Just focus Mm -hmm. on me. Oh, I love love that.
1: And this is a question we ask all of our guests. What do you want to be remembered for?
2: You guys hit me with the questions. (laughs) What do I want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered again if I can inspire somebody else mm. that's really what I want to be remembered for for my strength I'm always pouring into others so yeah probably if, if I can inspire the next person to really just like jump off the porch step into your dreams and do it relentlessly do it intentionally then that's what i want to be remembered for if i just help somebody else because i'm very selfless you know so yeah that's probably it you know if if i can inspire someone else to take this leap of faith too you know even like you know god forbid say if something was to happen to me if i inspired the next i'm okay with that
1: oh you
0: already are beautiful beautiful answer and i must say too you know um give the happy moments the power that they deserve so honestly what we give our time and energy to that's what we give power to in our life and i think we underestimate how much we don't give the happy moments power and we give it to the negative moments. so being more intentional about am i actually enjoying this happy
1: moment am i giving my time and my energy to this happy moment And
0: what is our wrap-up for tonight best friend
1: yeah i mean thinking of happiness as like a muscle Right. Uh you can either have your life be hard. Dang.
2: Yeah. Work that motherfucker out, for real.
1: That's right. Yeah. You know how they say like being unfit is hard or being fit is hard. It's just a matter of choosing which hard you want to take. It's the same thing with happiness or, you know, living in the sad moments, which moment or which ones are you preferring to live because they're both going to be hard. You're both going to have to work on both of them. So which one are you going to take? um just making sure that you're looking for the happy moments and that you're creating them more often because this is our only life that we will ever remember living so it's a matter of making sure that we make the best of it every single day that we can Mm.
0: love that that was well said um we it was a pleasure having you on our platform before we go can you shout out um can you shout out where people can find you your
2: music everything so where people can finally mainly, they can find me on Instagram, it's newbie and g with three eyes. You can tap in with me if you need beats, you know, or you know, if I can add value to your music with singing and songwriting. So yeah, y'all can tap in right there with uh, Instagram, newbie and g.
0: Yes. Please make sure y'all tap in. Work is hot. We appreciate you coming on here too as well. This was an honor and a very nice conversation.
2: Yeah, it was. This I love was- it.
0: Need it. I feel like, it I mean, nice like that,
2: this. It's, it's so many bars and gyms that I need to constantly hear from this too. So I appreciate y'all. And I'm I'm so grateful that I finally got an opportunity to meet you guys. Like I said, I was overthinking about this, but yeah, no reason to. This has been great, you know. Have yeah. me on again, girl. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, you know, make love that call. Y'all. And um, before we wrap up for tonight, um My best friend has a announcement.
1: Yeah. Um, so I am departing from Speak Up JV. I will no longer be on the show. Um, there are some things that I have to take care of as far as my mental health goes. So anybody listening out there, y'all are the first ones to hear this. Um, but if not, it will officially be announced tomorrow. Um, Um, it's been such a great time. Honestly, I've loved being on here. You know, this was like part Of my life being poured into here, but yeah, there are things that I do have to just you know take care of before I can fully be me again. Um, but you know, obviously, I'll still be supporting Renita because she's still going to continue the show. Um, wow. we're best friends, so <laughs> obviously, I'll still be here every now and then. And, um, but it's just yeah, I have to take care of me, you know, like he said, right? Create more happy moments. And that's what I'm trying to do with my life now. Um, just trying to create more of that because I will admit, 2023 has been a kicker for me. So I just have to pick myself yeah. up again and find
2: myself. Wow, yes. wow! I definitely wish you luck, girl. That's crazy.
0: Thank you. Yeah. And I just want to say, how, wait, uh, before
2: y'all go, oh. how can I support you guys? Is there anything that you need? Um. How we, can I support um, you guys in your platform?
0: just uh, shout outs are appreciated you know likewise too you know we can do it back to you yeah, too let
2: me know if you guys need
0: anything yeah likewise yeah so yeah we can yeah we, we can um we can we can talk about everything after and stuff so.
2: for sure for sure
0: yes and um I'm, i want to say too best friend has been a great run on here you know obviously you know you know and you know i'm supporting you and i'm sorry I support your decision and I'm supporting you. You know, and I and you know, you know, I'm here for best friends still, y'all, for the weirdos out there, like, what's going on? No, we we good and stuff. This was a um was your decision, but um speak up, JV. We'll still be continuing on. Um, I'm gonna um, you know, me, me me and Jim birthed this about four and a half years ago, and um I'm gonna keep this I'm gonna keep this pushing for us. So you guys look look out for the content coming out there. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna really try to personalize it this time and put it out there. But best friends you know i appreciate you and i'm mean, and this was this is still a great journey with you
1: yes and I wish like
0: you guys. yes so before we go y'all quick shout out to our amazing sponsors shout out to my bar located at 720 east manchester in eaglewood california get your nails your lashes your hair done ask for my time that's up jv sent you the instagram is at nyy.var
1: and shout out to Be Actual Natural. Why settle for less? All their products are created with you in mind for a goal to let your self-love show through your self-care. Their chemical-free hair and skincare products are handmade, plant-based, and free of fillers or preservatives. Treat yourself while you're taking care of yourself. Start your journey at www.beactualnatural.com or check them out on Instagram at Be Actual Natural.
0: Yes, most definitely. Well, this was an absolute pleasure. And yeah. Yeah wish you the best new we you enjoy on your career. Can't wait to see what, what you can cook up next. Absolutely. Yes. I wish y'all the
2: best
0: too. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, so, but we love y'all. We will be back. Well, you know, I'll be back soon. Probably next week we will be back with a new episode. And um, yes, if you want to tap in and check out any gems that my bestie has dropped, all of our catalog is up. So we're on YouTube, Apple, Spotify iHeartRadio. Make sure y'all subscribe to our channels and I'll be announcing soon what my schedule will be. But we love you guys and make sure you tackle new BG's content. That's
1: we'll right. Y'all love y'all.
0: Take care. Love y'all. Bye.